Hello, everybody. I'm Tommy D, Sports Director at the Tennessean, and I'm here with... Paul Skurbina, Predators Beat Writer for the Tennessean. And we're here to talk about the captain, Roman Yossi, for the Predators of the National Hockey League. He just became a... Well, he's going to become a very more wealthy man. He already is a wealthy man, but he'll become twice as wealthy uh, annually <clears throat> beginning next season because the team announced today that he signed a an eight-year... $72.472 million deal. That number is um, coincidentally or not coincidentally significant because it averages out to a 9.059 cap annual cap hit, um, which uh, 1990 was the year Roman Yossi was born, and of course he wears number 59, so I don't think that was any accident. But um, yeah, Roman... Uh, it's just, too bad he wasn't born in like 1911 or they could have gotten him real cheap, right? Yeah, you know, it, it probably would have been better off, but I think he might have been a little bit old for the league. But, oh, wow. uh, but yeah, it was kind of an interesting uh, morning. This is something that's been long anticipated. Uh, not a big surprise, but um, the, the the money was, I think, the only thing that, you know, and generally speaking, the money was the only thing people wondered about because uh, during the offseason, Eric Carlson and Drew, Doher- Drew Doherty signed big contracts. Um, Roman will become the third. Not with the Predators. Not with the Predators, obviously. But they set the, the mark. They kind of set the mark. And Roman, be, you know, the longer these negotiations went on, the more expensive Roman started to become. Also because he's having he's off to a, a really great start uh, to the season. So, you know, here we are. Finally, I think this is a deal they thought would be, be done during the summer. Um, for one reason or another, it wasn't. Uh, Roman was married. Um, these other got, guys got was, married, newly well, married. Well, I think people understand. Okay. But at any rate, he's um, still married, as far as we know. Yes, as we speak. As we speak. But um, so this was something that was a, lo- a long time coming. But I think you know the the time that it took uh, was a little bit surprising. Ryan Ellis signed his extension, and that was announced in August of last year. This kind of just kind of leaned into the into this a month into the season. Um, obviously, wasn't distracting Roman, but um, the interesting thing to me is is that uh, Roman didn't come with a discount this time. He's he's gonna you know this contract's very front loaded. Um, I think some people thought that maybe Roman would would give a, a hometown discount. I, I don't think that was the case. I think he got fair market value, although he was been super underpaid relatively speaking uh they had him on a four million dollar a year contract which expires after they got very good value for him at the end of the current contract yes and this one's interesting looking at the breakdown of this contract though is um includes an 11 million dollar signing bonus the first year 10 million dollar signing bonus the following in the second season 8.75 after that a four million signing bonus in the fourth year so very front loaded um you know, and and I think the Predators feel like you know it wasn't a matter of if, but when Roman made it clear that he wanted to be here, David Poyle made it clear that he wanted Roman to be here. So I think it was just a matter of of you know figuring out the logistics. But um, yeah, there's some, there's some interesting dynamics there to me, and and you're closer to it obviously as the beat writer and know the personalities more. But at the at the same time, it was clear that that both sides were courting each other this guy was not if i if i'm roman yossi's agent my message to him would have been just shut up quit saying you want to play there because you're losing negotiating power if you if if they get the which i think he's still got market value fair market value but generally speaking you're showing your hand you're saying yeah, maybe you don't have to pay me quite as much cuz i'm going to sign here anyway well, I, and 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 the, the thing, and, and, and this came up at the press conference today, is 
at some point, fairly recently, Roman sat down with David Poyle. Which is, yeah, kind of rare during contract negotiations. Usually it's agent, agent to GM and the player stays out of it. That's not his job. And which, which, you know, which is, which I'm going to, and I agree with your point that, you know, but usually by showing your hand, you you could cost yourself. I don't think Roman did in this case. I think this is, you know, David Poyle referred to this as a unique situation um, several times today. And and I think because of that, I don't think Roman cost himself anything. I know maybe his his agent, you know, may, may have made the negotiations a little more difficult. But in the end, I don't think Roman cost himself any money. And I think there's several reasons for that. And, and <clears throat> one of them being that Roman is, you know, Roman has proven – you know, he was he was the eleventh highest paid player on this team. He's a, this this season, right? Like that's crazy. Um, and and I, David Paul referred to him today as our best player, and, and said this is the most important signing in in the history of the Predators. Which you could, I guess, argue that Pekka probably you know could be right up there with it. But you know, and it is going to take a take Roman into an age thirty seven, thirty eight years old by the time his contract expires, and people might be bellyaching about it. But right now, I think you know with 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 the makeup of this team and, and guys on long term contracts. Look, I did a little bit of, uh, and I'm going to do a breakdown of of kind of what all this means going forward for the salary cap and, and whatnot. But the, the Predators after this season are going to have nine unrestricted free agents, right? And sixteen or I think it's around sixteen or seventeen million dollars in those unrestricted free agents. So you know, Roman's salary goes up about $5 million a year. So that's going to eat out of that. But it also gives the Predators, and David Poyle used this word several times today, clarity going forward in the future in terms of what they can do with the team. And that's what Roman sat down to talk with with David and, and Brian Poyle in Arizona last a couple of weeks ago, um, kind of about where, what the direction of the team is. And, and Roman, just like any other athlete, you know, wants to play on a team that's going to be competitive. He doesn't want to be the super highly paid paid player on a bad team. Exactly. And I, and I think he feels like the, the, the media... Am I reading that right? No, it, that, that's absolutely right. And I think, you know, look, a big a, a big part of that's going to be, you know, when Pekka retires, which is going to happen sooner rather than later. But for the time being, Roman feels like, you know, the, the Predators have a very good chance to, to win um, the competitive window, as they say. And I think that's why, you know, it's very front loaded. They're looking at this. It also has a no movement clause, which Pekka is the only player. Uh, David Poyle does not like to hand those out at, at all. Pekka is the only guy who has a full no movement clause. Matthew Shane has a partial no movement clause on his contract. Um, that means he can move a little bit. But not, yeah, he and, and basically all that means is that, under certain circumstances, Duchesne could be moved. Right, and 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 he it would have to be to I think it comes in the third year or fourth year of his contract, and he would he has a list of teams that he you know would be, would be willing to be traded to and doesn't and, and a list of teams he doesn't want to be traded to, um, and that just gives a player you know more power when it comes to controlling you know when these, look when these guys get older they don't necessarily want to move their families they don't necessarily want to you know but it also can handcuff a team you know three four or five years down the line which is why david poyle doesn't like to do it but you know look and that's basically, another way i think no gm likes to do it you know you, you don't just say we're just gonna sign everybody with no trade clause. well that yeah i mean that would be that would be a dumb philosophy but it's a smart philosophy to, to to sign certain guys and that's what also makes this a unique kind of a negotiation too where look, you got the max number of years he could get. You know, he's he's getting you know nine, over nine million dollars a year, or, or you know annually average over the contract. And look, you know, some of this is paying back for what for for past performance. A lot of this is you know he's in, he's in the prime years uh, of his career. And you know, the, the interesting thing to me, and I you know, 
I asked Roman before the season started, I said, you know, not, you don't have a contract signed. You know it's going to be hanging over you. And he said, yeah, you know, I don't really like that. But even then, like you say, kind of tipping his hand like, yeah, I'm not really worried about it getting done. So it was never – and I asked, I asked David Poyle today, was there, ever a, 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 was there ever a time where you got worried – that maybe it's not going to get done or, or start thinking about the future without Roman Yossi. And, and he was pretty steadfast in saying that he, he wasn't really worried about that. Yeah, and that that's where if, if I'm David Poyle, your, your worry is that the longer it goes without him doing that, the more the agent's in his ear saying, look, dude, just, just don't sign anything at the end of the year. If you're healthy, I can get you a lot more money. If you just let this contract run out, I can get you more money somewhere else or, or whatever, but somebody will pay even more money. And if you're David Poyle and you're watching a game tick off and another day off the calendar, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he felt confident. I'm also sure he sometime, when the season started, said, you know, darn it, I, th- I thought we could get this done by now. Yeah, I mean, I mean look, it's there's different. Not that, the, that there was reluctance or the guy was, you know, no, not communicating with them. No, but there. I mean, look, there. You know, he, he did get married. He had a honeymoon. You know, there, there different things go into it. I think, you know, the predators obviously were, were. I'm sure trying to to, you know, they want to pay him fairly, but they also probably want to pay him as little as they can. In that, that's the game. I mean, of course, that's and that. So that's not abnormal. Um, I don't think there's ever a time where it was going to be like, oh gosh, Roman's going to leave. Um, but. It's the, and he clearly, while this was playing out, didn't didn't affect him producing on the ice. No, and, and, and it's, he didn't look distracted. And it was interesting. Um, no, he he certainly didn't. And I I think he's you know one of those guys who's uh, you know look he's a professional. He he's in every sense of the word. I mean you know dealing with Roman Yossi is is um, a pleasure for me. Uh, I, you know look in this line of work. Sometimes you you know you deal with people who might not want to deal with you or you know there's but Roman's always you know I, I always tease him. We, we only want to talk to him after they lose. You know he, he's that guy and he's always there. He's always available. He's. He, He's, he's, he's yeah, he's great. got that C on his jersey it, it, for it, a reason, that captaincy. It, and and you will often hear him referred to locally by the media, like on the on the Preds radio or TV, as the Captain Roman Yossi. It's almost like that's his you know first, middle, and last name. And he, he really and, – and this is my observation. I'm not around him every day, but I've been to plenty of games. I've been into the practices. I've been in morning skates. He takes that role very seriously, not only in that closed locker room when we're not around, but like you said, if they lose a game, even one where they get gutted, where you know they give up two goals late that they shouldn't give up and they lose or they something bad happens and they don't get the result that they want, he is the first guy willing to stand up and talk about it in that locker room because he's the captain, and that's what a captain has to do. Well, you know, it's interesting to me, and not surprising at all, but um, you know, David. I had mentioned David referred to this as, as maybe the most important negotiation in the history of the Predators, and and the other person who I think would be right up there with it was Pecorine. And when he signed his long long term deal, um, you know, a few years back, um, is that Pekka today said that you know he he kind of jokingly called Roman a pretty boy, and, and but he, you know he really had, he is he, kind of, he's kind he's kind of handsome. 
He he, but he, you know, Pekka told me last year. He said, "Look, Roman's the most important player on this team," and and today, you know, Pekka said again. He said, hey, "Look, this is the most important deal that's ever been done in Predators history." And this is coming, you know. Of course, Pekka is going to be, you know, he's he's a he's a nice guy. He's going to say the right things, but I think he genuinely means. I think there's a there's a definitely a respect for him, you know, behind closed doors that we don't see. And it kind of reminded me. I was thinking today about um, last year. I, I talked to Roman about because he's always so just even keeled and, and just you know after wins and losses, he's he's always the same. And I, I, I asked him, don't you ever get pissed off? Like, don't you ever get mad? Do you go in the locker room and throw sticks and call guys out and and you know. And 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 there, there, he does have that passion, right? He's not going to show it to you on the ice necessarily. Although he was in a fight a couple of weeks ago, which was somewhat of a shock, the second of his career. But um, did he win? He he did not win. I don't think he. I mean, he didn't get killed, but he didn't win. He he needs. A but pick he was his, willing to. He was willing to duke it out. He was, and it wasn't even with the guy he was mad at, which is kind of funny. <laughs> That's how hockey fights often. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, he you know he I'm got mad at you so that these two guys are going to fight. He'll he'll be your proxy, and I'll go get my proxy. Yeah, and it was just you know he went after went after you know somebody cross checked him and, and Mark Stone a Vegas this guy was was there and he looked at Mark. Mark said, "Do you want to go?" He said, "Let's go." And they're off went the gloves. <laughs> And then after the game, he's like, I'm not even, I'm not even mad at Mark Stone. Like I wasn't even mad at that wasn't even the reason. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. And Roman does that. I mean, Roman, you know, like I said, he's he's um, look, he's an elite player, elite defenseman in the league. He's he's leads tied for the team lead in points. He's leads the team in shot attempts every year. He's you know he's always on the ice in the most important moments. And so th- there is some validity to the f- to, to the you know the most important signing in team history. Now, and he's not all. I mean. Um Peter Lavalette talked about about you know we we signed a really good man as well and on his characteristics as a captain and leadership and and just uh, what do you you know community kind of guy and everything but there's lots of those guys that that you see on various teams and whatever markets and whatever sports that don't necessarily produce but there's you know I mean I hate to dump on a guy when he's down but Marcus Mariota seems to be a great guy but he has not produced a, a quarterback and that's why he's not quarterback with the Titans. Roman is producing, and 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 I don't think that's. I I think you know. Look, it's hard to say. Like they're playing the Blackhawks tonight as we record this on Tuesday, um, and Brent Seabrook will help the Blackhawks win three Stanley Cups as a healthy scratch for the second game in a row for the first time in his career. He's he's thirty four years old. He's got a big deal. People in Chicago complain about him and the contract now, and forget all that he brought. You know the, the short-term memories, and I, and I have you know eventually that's probably going to happen with Roman. But I, I, it just seems like the way he's his game is though is that he he's been performing eight million dollars while getting paid four for one thing. And he age, I think he ages gracefully, more gracefully than a lot of other players might. You know, and and that's just a guess. That's just speculation based on just how he plays the game. But you know, look, the, the, the guy is. You know, he, he's he is the most important, one of the most important players on this team. If they're going to win, if you know, if they're going to win that elusive Stanley Cup or make deep runs in the playoffs, they're not going to do it without him. And you know, he should be the highest paid player on the team, and next year he will be. And you know, it's going to be interesting. He's it. I, I, he has, but I've, I'm really looking forward to when we get done with this. I'm really looking forward to digging into the numbers and seeing kind of what this team could look like and how this this contract could impact the future because. I think that you know the, 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 they're up against the cap. They're going to continue to be an up against the cap team, which David Poyle also doesn't like. But realizes that if he's, if they're going to be keep that window open, uh, they're going to have to be that. So I think 
look, it's it's it's. I don't know if it's a relief or, or or how you want to describe it, but it's it's over with now. You know, I don't know that it was a distraction, uh, at least outwardly, for for Roman or the Predators. But at, to a man, every person in that room, I think it was a distraction for David Paul because I think I, I was heard somewhere he wanted to go to the Elton John concert last night, but he wasn't able to go. Yeah, well, that, that's yeah. The deal was finalized yesterday, uh, and and it's funny because. David's pretty forthcoming about some things and not about other things, but he did say that he, he just basically called Roman's agent yesterday and said, I'm calling to make a deal. Like, you know, let's do this. Let's do it. Let's just, you know, no more, no more lollygagging around, you know, let's, let, let's just get it done. And that's what they did, you know, and look, it wasn't the optimal time for, for, for David to do that. I don't know how much, and, and the other thing too is, you know, like, John's on a farewell tour. The guy could have waited a day, right? I mean, it, you know, well, two, he, three. Roman's going to be more important to the Predators than Elton John. So, but uh, and I'm kind of disappointed I missed that concert. But we'll we'll make yeah, up for that. Yeah, me too. I wish I could get to see Elton. I've never seen him live. I, I have not either. Captain Fantastic. But I heard it was great from from people who went. So I live vicariously through them. So so here's two things that that I took from the press conference that may be similar or different than than things that you took from the press conference in it. It's when you hear these things, you know everybody always says the right things and all this stuff. But I, I tend to to believe it. I, I think Roman's pretty genuine, and and he's not going to just come out and say stuff just to say stuff. And I think he really feels it and means it. But one thing he said was this: this place feels like home to me. And he came from Sweden, right? Yeah, when he was never been outside, but never been to the United States at least for any extended period. I don't know if he ever played well, a I, tournament here or not, but. He had never, you know, he, this is the first city he basically settled in, right? Yeah, Switzerland, not Sweden, but Sw- pardon me, they're very similar. Yeah, but but they're both cold. They're both really cold. The point, the point stands. Yeah, and 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 you know, this is where he met his wife. This is where he got married. Um, this is his town, and and I think that means something to him. So I don't think it's just. And and he talked about you know the organization and you know the good people in it and stuff like that. But ultimately, I think a lot of the reason he was saying for so long, you know, that, that I want to stay here is because this is where he wants to be. It's kind of a unique, you know, a unique, and I don't know, I don't know the ins and outs of every franchise in the NHL, but my impression since I've, since I've been here has been a lot of players, um, you know, Ryan Ellis, Pekka, now Roman, um, you know, some other people who they've locked down to long-term deals. Um, there really is kind of a um, uh, that that kind of corny appreciation that that they really do love it here um, for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, and the most important, obviously, Mostly pedal taverns. Yeah, I mean, and the, yeah, the honky tonks. And, right. That's that's what really sells them, I think. But I think there there is my, my guess is hot and, chicken. My, my guess is that they really. Do you know people like you know a lot of a lot of times you just you hear players say things and and you know I want to be here the rest of my career and you know and all that stuff and 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 you kind of just take it with a grain of salt I think and when I first got here I kind of was like you know taking it with a grain of salt and then it became apparent in talking having conversations with people uh, with players and and kind of learning the ins and outs of the organization and I'm still learning that um, is that these guys really mean it and. It's kind of hokey. It's kind of corny, but it's kind of also cool. It's a, it's a it's a break from, you know the the, you know the facade that's or just trying to say the right thing or whatever that a lot of players say. I, th- I really do believe that they really believe it, which is kind of neat. Um, 
you know, to 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 see that they all, but they, look, they also they want to win, right? They have a very good team. Um, they have a lot of very good players, and they have you know very good chance to be competitive every season, and that's really what it boils down to. But Matthew Shane, talk, I mean, when he signed here, he just went on and on and on about the city and the organization. Yeah, he he is the honky tonks and the hot chicken. I mean, let's be let's be real. And so yeah, when you have a bunch of guys like that, you know, Ryan Ellis too. I mean, he took a little bit less money just to stay here um you know and it's kind of weird talking to guys about about money and and ryan yeah. is a is a guy who will talk about it um and I, which i appreciate a lot and you know i asked him today you know when you're going through these negotiations i mean what is it like and he basically says it sucks i mean it, it is not fun to go through you know your your, your future is kind of in limbo so to speak and you don't really you know you know that pro- something's probably going to be done but you don't have that that, that yeah, security you, you believe or your agent and you have have come to an idea that that i'm worth this much but you really may not want to leave and right. i'm sure in some cases guys are i really do want to leave I, I'm, I'm tired of this organization or you know the team's not winning or maybe you don't like your teammates or whatever and it's like now they're offering me so much money, I gotta stay. And right. in some cases, it's like I really want to stay, and they offer you less than you think you're worth, and you got to make a hard decision when that comes. You do, and and you know a lot of it. But look, these these guys have finite, you know, finite time to work. You know, there's only there's only a certain window where they can make all their money or most of their money, and so you don't blame them for trying to to maximize. Absolutely. I mean, you know that that's that's just that's normal. Hey, they're charging for those tickets. Somebody's making money. So you know, there, there's there's no reason to you know kind of look down on anybody for wanting to maximize their their financial, uh, you know, their financial goals or, or worth. But you know, at the same time, I look. I mean, nine million dollars a year. That's 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 a lot. Um, and you know, the, the predators. Uh, you know, I'm sure that they're not completely comfortable with that. But they know that it's, it's it kind of works in reverse of what you just said. Like they know that they're gonna look. This is a guy we have to pay. And that's why David picked up the phone yesterday and said, "Enough's enough. Let's do it. Here, you know, and, and here's what we'll do." So, you know, like I think it's it, it's a, a great move. You know, it was kind of a no brainer, but it's also um, you know very important for this franchise moving forward to to know. All right, and not just aside from having Roman, right? Is those those now they can start figuring out those are they going to sign a, a Mikael Granlund you know are they are they going to try to keep are they going to be Smith? able to afford that new press box they're supposed to build for us yeah that, I mean that goes against the cap too you got you know <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no you, you it, it opens up a lot of things and I think you know I'm sure David's been working and, and Brian and, and the rest of the front office have been working behind the scenes to figure that out but now that they have that number until you have that number you're speculating right you can say well if we give him this we can do that but if we give him this we can't do that well now you know what you're what you're paying him. Yeah. That's that's what what David Paul kept saying was clarity, 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 because now he, he means basically like doing your budget. You know, like you're going on vacation, you say, okay, the hotel's going to cost this much, and the plane's going to cost this much, and the food's going to cost. Okay, now that leaves me with how much money to go do stuff while I'm on vacation. Sort of, you right. know. Now they know how much. They don't know exactly because the cap will change. Some is that right? It, yeah, it kind it of varies usually, year to year, but it's not going to double or. Whatever you you got a pretty good idea that now you start thinking if you're David Poyle, okay, what can we what do, what can we afford to do? Who who do we need to get used to the idea of letting go? And you know, or do we need to trade somebody for to to lose some money off that cap to keep somebody else? Blah blah blah. But the one other thing I want to point out because because I've said there were two things that really struck me. The other thing, and, and it's, it's yeah, he said it, but he, he also explained it. 
and when they talked about about when Roman and David Paul talked personally, and that that was what this was about was he want he in his opening I want to bring a Stanley Cup here, and I think we've got a window to do it. And you and I have had talks, and and people out there have had talks on how how long is that window stay open? Well, Pekka's a big part of that window. And there are other pieces of it, but but they're viable right now. They yeah. were viable last year. They were viable the year before. They were viable the year before that. You wouldn't expect him to stay viable as a championship Stanley Cup contender every year for the next ten years. No, but I think you can look or at eight for the duration of his contract. If you you know, and, and just looking at at some of the contracts they have now that that. Um, look, I mean, if you're going to – Pekka is obviously a big part of the equation. What happens when he retires is a big part of the equation. We don't know when that's going to be. I, I would suspect it would be in the next two or three years at the most. Um, but if you look at other guys, they have Johansson signed through 24, 25. They have, you know, Duchesne signed for even beyond that. Um, you know, Victor Arvidsson signed through 23, 24. So I mean, if you're looking at that from that from that perspective, I mean, if you if you, if you want to think in those terms um, – Obviously, with Pekka being you know a big part of that, but aside from that, I mean, you look at I think the next le- legitimately, I mean, you can say the next you know three, four, five years maybe um, that they have a lot of their core locked down. Um, of course, now you have you take into consideration all these guys are going to be getting a year older every year, and, and you know, and all that. But I mean, as of right now, these none of these guys are very old, um, but they're going to start aging as their contracts go. But you know, they've got Arvidsson at a, you know, a discount. He's going to cost them a lot of money. Um, you know, they just they re-signed Colton Sissons over the summer. Ellis is locked down to a long-term deal. Um, you know, UC will be another one, depending on how he plays. You know, it'll be another contract that kind of a couple of years from now it's going to play into it. But, you know, for the most part, I, I think, the you know, the window, I would say four years is, is a fair assessment of, of you know, that this team can and, – and now that's – Again, not taking consideration the things that they're going to do in the future. To they also brought in that. a very dynamic player in Duchesne who is not at the end of his career. Um, you know, sometimes when you get that guy, it's like, yeah, you're getting him for – PK was a little more like you're getting him a little past prime, and, and he's still very, very good NHL hockey player. But he's probably closer to the end of the, his career than the beginning and, and you can incrementally see a little bit of drop off there, or maybe a little susceptibility to injury. And I think Duchesne right now is closer to prime. Am, am I right there? You think? Well, I mean, you got to remember Duchesne's been in the league for as long as 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 PK has. I mean, he, I believe, and I think he's been seven or eight years. He's been in the league. Um, he's eight, he's twenty eight years old. I mean, his contract is going to run, you know, into the older golden years right. too. But again, when you're talking about a window, you know, him, him look, and Roman can open a retirement home together. <laughs> but when you're, it's just it's just funny for me to call these guys yeah. old when they're half your age. They're young to my. They're young to me. <laughs> but uh, no, and and look, I think the, the look the window's going to be open for a little while, um, and, and you know we don't know what other teams are going to do. But as of right now, and all you can think about, like it's hard, it's so hard to project. But but this season, right now. Um, you know they're they're going to be competitive, and that's you know with the NHL, it's always all about making the playoffs, and after that, who knows what's going to happen? Um, you know, you got at the right time, blah blah blah. But um, you know, Roman to get back to Roman, he is you know he's he solidifies um, you know this this team in, in a lot more ways, and I think people than advanced metrics can measure or or what you see on the ice can measure. I think there's a lot of the other things that went into it. This is a very personal 
negotiation for David Poyle, and I think it was a very personal negotiation for Roman Yossi, and I think that's why we're here today, you know, talking about it, albeit a little bit later than we suspected, but we, we suspected it all along. So, I, you know, it's going to be good for both sides for, for that's, the immediate That's future. what I like about this deal is it's, a, it's not a guy giving up a big chunk of his value because he wants to be here, which is great for the team. And it's also a team saying you're worth it. And, and and he's proven that he is, and he'll continue to do that. That's why I don't think Poyle, you know, I guess I guess there are probably negotiations he's been through where he walked away with, I don't want to say a resentment against the guy, but like, you know, am I really paying this guy that much? That's not what we wanted to do. That's what we had to do. I don't think he feels like that at all about this. No, I don't I don't think so either. And, I, you know, they look, they're, they're paying the guy you know he's getting he's getting what he deserves based on you know relative to what other other defense top tier defensemen are making he's an elite you know he's an elite defenseman in this league and so he's going to be paid like that all right well that's it for this edition of catfish corner um you can subscribe to tennessean.com to follow all paul scrabina's coverage of the predators and uh you can subscribe to this podcast at uh itunes and other places where you normally get google play where you normally find your podcast. We hope you'll leave, leave us a rating and a review if uh, you liked what you heard. Uh, we'll be back doing it again very soon. For Paul Scrabina, I'm Tommy Dees, and thanks for listening. Thanks.